Welcome to the A2 Schools Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cluley, Director of Communications for the Ann Arbor Public Schools. I'm joined today uh, with Dr. Swift, our superintendent, as usual. Good afternoon, Andrew. It's great to be here. And uh, by the way, here, we've taken the podcast on the road to Community High School, um, and we have three other guests with us today. We'll start with uh, retired Community High School teacher, Cindy Haydu-Banks. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm very glad to have this opportunity to talk about our project. And we also have with us today a pair of students, uh, Navy Fields. She's a 12th grader here at Community. Thanks for being here, Navy. Uh, you're welcome. And also Nick Idzikowski. Oh, I, I probably got that a little bit wrong, but Nick, thank you for joining us. Uh, yes, it's a pleasure. So we're here today, uh, as uh, Cindy alluded to, uh, this is a momentous year for Community High School, uh, the school itself, and more importantly, maybe the building and the community around it. Uh, the school uh, building itself is celebrating its 100th year. It was originally Jones Elementary. The school, Community High School, has been around for 50 years, so there's a lot to celebrate, but Community High School did things a little bit differently and wanted to make sure that that celebration really included the community as as the name uh, with the high school might make you think that they might want to do you know Andrew I've been so excited since I first heard about this project we have five school buildings in the district turning 100 here in the next couple of years so this is an exciting time for the community um, but how wonderful that our community high school team uh saw this as a doorway or an opportunity uh, to do something even more. So I bet we want to get right over to these guys and let them share with us their work. Yes? Let's, let's turn it to Cindy. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how uh, a 100th year anniversary of a building became, you know, a celebration of a community? All right. Well, um, Brian Williams, our counselor, had this idea of uh, having a celebration of Jones School on the 100-year anniversary and also um, the black community surrounding Jones School, um, remembering the neighborhood. And he envisioned this and invited um, myself to come back from retirement, Janelle Johnson, and uh, eventually Jocelyn Hunter-Young joined our team to plan events that would uh, open our doors to the community, um, celebrate the 100 years of our building, but much more, celebrate the black history, the rich black history of this community and invite alumni to come into the building and share their stories with us. So uh, we planned for almost a year, different kind of tossed around different ideas before we actually launched it at the African-American Festival last spring. We had a booth to see what kind of interest there would be and received very positive input from community members about doing this and excitement. So a CR, Community Resource Class, was created and the class is entitled Jones Centennial Celebration. And uh, I created a slide describing what the class would be. I was invited to be the volunteer teacher for this. Um, and so the students, um, Ireland, Navy, and Nick, who uh, signed up for the course, really based it on the brief description of uh, what this was going to be, celebrating our school's history, um, researching uh, the history of the school, listening to oral histories of people who had gone to the school, 
and creating events and actually um, not only just creating them, but being very involved in the rollout of the event and being part of public events, um, revealing the hidden history of Jones School. And so I have to say the three students that signed up are courageous because this is not an easy, because this is very adult. Um, they had very adult responsibilities, hard and fast deadlines, had to be ready to perform and um, really have excelled in this role. So I'm happy to turn it over to to them to talk a little bit about what they've done so far. I, That's all right with you. I, I'd love to, first of all, just Nick and uh, Navy, can you talk about what made you decide to sign up for this type of a class? Because it seems like a uh, pretty open-ended, lots of possibilities, but also with that comes <laughs> lots of dangers. So what made you guys sign up for the class? Um, I suppose I saw it as a chance to help people. Um, I saw it was um, going to be in honor of the Jones School alumni um, and like geared toward respect for the surrounding community. And I love helping people. Um, it's the best thing in the world to me. Um, and throughout this class, I've made some people really happy. So I definitely accomplished that. Well, originally... I well, I had I knew of family members that had lived in this area and like had a history with this area, so I was very interested in kind of the Black history that is my history. Well, I had previously taken uh, African American Social Studies class with uh, Jocelyn, which was very nice. I liked it a lot being able to like have that as a source of like information just coming like straight from the school. I wanted to take the CR cause I had seen it as kind of like a way to continue that class and how like just interested I was. And then I had learned of more family members through it because well, there were some who are Jones alumni who had attended the banner raising and I had gotten to meet them because my dad had gotten there and he knew them. So they like said hi and everything and he introduced me to them. Yeah, and I was just kind of very intrigued with being given that opportunity to like learn more and also well teach other people more. I really love, uh, Nick and Navy, what you shared there is that desire to uh, put respect uh, in action and help people as well as to explore uh, your own family story and the story of so many families in Ann Arbor during that time. So I just want you to know that both of those pathways to do this work uh, resonate so powerfully. Uh, to the work we all hope we get to engage in. Yeah. Can you talk about some of the highlights of the the work that happened in the fall? Um, I know that we were going to get into, there's a, a marker that you're going to try and make this uh, a lasting uh, legacy of the Jones community. Um, but before we get into to that, I was hoping that maybe we could talk about some of the things that have already taken place this fall and sort of the the bonds you think that maybe you've created through it 
Um, well, we already mentioned the banner raising where we uh, put up banners that had images of Jones and like showed that it was the 100th anniversary of Jones. And a little bit after that, we then had kind of a more personal like meet and greet event where like all the Jones, well, not all of them, but a large majority of alumni from Jones or just anyone who had a family member or knew someone who was a Jones alumni uh, could come to the school again. And it was more personal because this time there weren't that many students. And if they were there, it was because they were reporting the event or part of BSU who also helped with the event. Um, and that was very nice because they all, you could like, see them reflecting on like what used to be their school and like kind of reminiscing like old memories and things like that. Because at the banner raising event, we had given a speech pretty much giving a whole kind of overview of what Jones and the surrounding community was. And then we had given it again to all the Jones alumni. And it was really nice because they were all very happy about it. You know, I had the tremendous opportunity and thank you for the invitation to join in on that first event. And I have to share, I was so impressed by your introduction to this large crowd in our community of the work that you're engaged in. And then it was after that event, standing around on the community lawn uh, with some alum uh, that just what you said, Navy, they started sharing their stories and laughing with each other. And you could tell from just standing there that this was a really important, uh, just what you said, Nick, this was an important way to show respect and appreciation. They, the few alum that I was able to meet that day expressed their deep gratitude that this student body, that this community is seeing them and remembering this history in Ann Arbor. And maybe you can talk a little bit about uh, the behind the scenes. Obviously, there's the two big events that uh, people may have known about, but what, what kind of things have you been doing behind the scenes uh, on this effort? Um, for the banner raising, we wrote a speech together. Um, it was with some help from Cindy, but it was mainly driven by the three of us. Um, I wrote the uh, beginning, the intro, and Navy wrote the middle, and Ireland wrote the end. We've also had uh, these events during lunch. Um, we call them lunch and learns, um, where we invite... Um, typically um, a Jones alumni to come and speak uh, to a group of two forums, which are like advisories. We've also um, interviewed, um, Navy especially, um, we've interviewed a lot of alumni. I talked to um, Mr. Uh, Donald Simons. I created a rather large document detailing his life and experiences. And it was really, it was really wonderful. He called me and told me that he had been interviewed by many people, but no one as thorough as Nick. While there's the three of you that took the CR, you really were working to make sure that everyone in the school 
got to experience at least a slice of what the Jones community was, um, at least in the eyes of, of these alumni. I've also kind of outside of the CR because I also am part of the communicator, which is pretty much like community's public school newspaper, as well as like other staff members who are also a part of it have been writing articles or making social media posts to like record and kind of just like make the events a lot more public so that people who weren't able to attend them or who didn't know about them would be able to look on the communicator website and see some of the like things that we've been doing. So you have this narrative from your research of what really happened in Ann Arbor during those years. But it seems to me, and it seems to me, that the narrative is coming to life through the stories of the alums. Is that how you see this unfolding, perhaps? Yes, definitely. Um, One of our main resources that we've used um, are the Ann Arbor District Library's archives. Um, they they created a project um, uh, focusing on oral histories from the Black community, and they have uh, film and uh, audio, and sm- most have transcripts. Um, and they just talk about their lives, and it's been the basis for our entire research. Navy also has been doing a lot of reporting on um, what we've been doing and, like, uh, talking about... Humans at Jones. Yeah, hum- humans of Jones. Humans, humans of, Jones, of Jones. Jones. To parallel humans of community, um, which is another recurring article. Which is a sweet vignette, a nice photograph, and then a vignette of a story. So humans... Um, humans of- Humans of Jones. Yes. Is the hope that uh, when this building is being recognized for its 150th anniversary people will be able to go back to the research that you guys did uh to just now you know 50 years from now and they'll be able to they'll have the humans of community they'll have the humans of jones and they'll they'll really have the whole the whole story that's pretty exciting yeah the whole point of uh i I think that the whole point of this is to kickstart um other events throughout our community um to inspire like thought Um, and to like just show off what's been here. And and when we're talking about making a lasting legacy, um, we, we need to now talk about that marker that, uh, that you're working on. What is the the goal of the marker? Where are you thinking about it? Will it it end up and, and what, what can community members do to help make it a reality? Um, thanks to Shirley Beckley. Uh, we have, and many other people, um, Shirley Beckley has just been, kind of a figurehead. Um, we have a lot of other historical markers around Ann Arbor um, talking about uh, the black community um, and other things. And But there's there's not one for Jones School. Um, and if you, uh, if you listen to the interviews from the archives, uh, you can hear how often Jones School is brought up. Um, and it just proves that it was a big part of history. So the acrylic markers that you see all around Ann Arbor, the biggest, fanciest ones, that's what we're working towards. We have one um, <clears throat> in the back parking lot that um, 
that faces Carytown and tells the story of what Carytown's building was. So we want another one on the other side of the parking lot facing our building, community formerly Jones, not on the front of the building because there's not a lot of street traffic. There's a lot of street traffic on the back because of Farmer's Market and everything else, Carytown. And so we envision the marker being there and not only telling the story of Jones, but also of the community around Jones. Um, so uh, pictures of the school and students, but also you know mentioning and firmly rooting that Jones was part of a larger community of black people and businesses that were here, and some still people are still here, not a whole lot of black businesses. Um, I did want to say that the archives that my students um, accessed were put together uh, also by the Washtenaw County African American Historical and Cultural Museum, worked in tandem with the Ann Arbor Public Library, and both organizations have been very kind working with us. And Shirley Beckley, as an alumni, has been like a force in this. She Many alumni said to us, to, to us many times, and the students, they never thought this day would come. Many had never been back in the building since the day they left. Um, they thought that they had been forgotten. And, you know, uh, again, my students and this project has helped to provide a platform to amplify their voices and their stories. Um, so I have to say they also created a tour that was – uh, of the neighborhood. My students um, based this tour, of uh, so it's a black history tour of the neighborhood based on a tour that was on the Ann Arbor District Library site. And again, the Washtenaw County African American Museum was involved in putting this tour together. But there wasn't like long narratives on each site, just short blurbs. And Jocelyn's African American class last year really launched this, they, they started this process of taking that tour and, and sort of opening it up and enriching it. So we, thank you for reminding me, so kind of steps along the way. So then we took it and then took it another step, made long narratives, did deep research, made posters, put them in the buildings of the business businesses who had led us and photos of what it was. And then my students led all the faculty in our school on a staff meeting day, that was the staff meeting on the tour of all the businesses. And then the staff turned around and gave it to all the students on our decades day, which was our day before Thanksgiving. So now the whole school had heard the brief history of Jones from the banner raising, and now the whole school has knowledge of the history of the neighborhood and the businesses that were here. So um, that was um, also a big part of their work in the fall. Um, great tour leaders. Uh, and they're going to give the tour now to Ann Arbor STEAM first graders the first week of February. I'm going to take those big, long narratives and shorten them to two or three sentences. Um, but they're going to go on the tour in February. So, And, and will this tour be like put online or something like that so a community member could could in the future take the tour? Yeah, I would like to see it live on. I mean, it is on the site of the Ann Arbor District Library, but again, the narratives are very short, and we um, they research deeply and can tell you stories of the buildings and people who were there, and um, which I think makes the tour really interesting. I'm a history teacher, so. I did want to mention that out of this came these 
you know, the CR course, but two other courses, the African-American studies class that Jocelyn taught last year was created to launch this whole year as it started with ancient Africa and went all the way to local history. And then this year uh, teaching a course on um, racism. I know I'm going to get this title wrong. The history of racism Thank and you. resistance in the U S yes, it's happening right now. So it is, it has created a, um, a, a real deep interest in knowing more about the history of our country um, in the eyes and for the communities of black people that are here. It's, really uh, blossomed into a lot more research and and creating classes that will probably live on, <laughs> I hope. I really appreciate the thoughtfulness and the intention with which you've approached this work. And it really uh, resonates widely, I believe, that idea of this respect, the respect that that we want to show to the story to the narrative in the community that that was here before us and the the hope that those stories would like you said maybe would kick start uh, some processes in other areas of town perhaps we we might see that happen so we also launched a theme year so the theme year is hidden histories 100 years of jones school and Black Ann Arbor. So it's the framework of our all of the work that has come, the tours, the Decades Day, where each forum took a decade of time and researched local history, again, with the Black community as being the focus. So it does go on and on. We could really talk for a long time. <clears throat> but I would like to ask Navy if you could talk about the different platforms where people could find out more about this. Well, I already kind of mentioned one which is uh the communicator which is uh the pretty much ca uh community high school's uh school newspaper and we have communicator has a website which is literally the communicator and then also instagram twitter facebook the the only other question i had was um the marker has it been funded yet or is there is there still the opportunity for community members to support that project and if so how do they do it we need thirty thousand dollars to build the marker i think right now we have uh around ten thousand uh so we need twenty thousand more dollars and how do people donate to to the cause we have a website and it's jones100.weebly.com. And on that website, it tells about our events. And there is a place where you can donate on this site. And we've also, within the school, been having some urban organizing ways to fundraise the Jones marker, like at the banner raising uh, BSU uh, Black Student Union had a bake sale where we pretty much made like different types of like desserts pretty much that have history in the black community and we would sell them and all the proceeds would go to the marker and I've also been meeting with other organizations to try and get bigger donations 
And I know we're also trying to organize within the school events or like different activities that could be used to raise money for the marker. Thank you for mentioning that, Navy. That's going to happen in February for Black History Month. Uh Every forum is going to create a fundraising opportunity for the forum for the marker specifically. Was there a process with the city for approval or um, in addition to, or is it just simply raising the money to pay for it? That is an excellent question. We are working with Chris Crockett, who is um, the president of the Ann Arbor Historical Foundation, former media specialist here for 30 plus years. And she has, and Ray Detter have been guiding forces in how to go about um, proposing and erecting a historical marker. We will be going through a process of writing the marker that will include the people of this community, the black community here, will be the main voices on that marker. And that's going to begin in February, where the actual writing of the marker and the picking of the photographs will take place. Um, So we're getting guidance from others who have done this before. This is all new to us. Um, So wish us luck. (laughs) Because we would like to leave that as a legacy for the school and for the neighborhood. If there's ever anything I can do to support that effort, I hope you won't hesitate to reach out. Um, I don't know that there's anything I could do, but if Mm -hmm. ever there were, um, I want to be of support to you to get that through. And I just want to say we plan on inviting the alumni back again. um, There's a documentary, Jones Documentary, made by Donald Harrison. A Rough Cut is going to be shown April 16th at the State Theater, and alumni are going to come to see that. At the end of the year, if we have our marker up, we're going to have a celebration and invite alumni to come again. So we want them to know they're always welcome to come here and feel like this is their school too. Well, I just want to thank everyone for joining us today. So thank you very much to uh, Nick and Navy, uh, our students, and uh, Cindy, thank you very much as well. And Dr. Swift, as always, thank you for being here. It's wonderful to get to be uh, sharing space with you all and to hear this powerful um, narrative and, and the personal stories that populate it. So thank you guys for this work. And thank you for listening to the A2 Schools podcast. As always, if you have a question about the Ann Arbor Public Schools, the first place to go is our website, a2schools.org. If there's a topic that you'd like to hear about is a future uh, topic for the A2 Schools podcast, Don't hesitate to email communications at a2schools.org. And once more, thank you for listening to this week's edition of the A2 Schools podcast.